0: Yeah, tell me how this this semester was for you. Um,
1: It started off really, it was like really difficult because it was a different learning experience than like what I was used to. Um, and I mean, at the end of the spring semester of undergraduate, my senior year, it was easy to switch to online. It was at the end of the semester, so like, and I'd already kind of knew how to like, you know, do undergraduate work. So it it wasn't that difficult. But when I got to graduate school and like,
0: I didn't know anybody,
1: um, I didn't And then anybody. you
0: also had to move, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
1: and I had to like move, I had to like pretty much meet and get used to like my living situation with like my new roommate. Um, I had to meet an entire new department, new faculty. So, and doing all of that online was just that was a lot.
0: So, what was it like moving during the pandemic? I like I, I don't remember the last time you were on the show. Um it was it was like in June, I wanna say. And that um, was or that was before you had moved. You I think you were still No, you were still you were still finishing up. I maybe that yeah. was in April. Yeah. Yeah i think so um i didn't move until august that
1: was really stressful because i had to pretty much like figure out like where i was gonna live without actually (laughs) visiting the places um my school was able to like set me up with like this uh matchmaking website with students so like it wasn't like Craigslist since we all had to use our like actual school accounts but like i made a profile and i was like. I'm not good at fucking dating profiles, profile. So this is going to also be shitty. So, but someone messaged me they were like, Hey, you're a PhD student. We're looking for a PhD student. So uh, would you like to like join us? And I was like, sure. And um, he was like, okay, let's have a Zoom call with the other roommates. And I was like, oh fuck. And so I had to meet the other roommates and um, they were like, yeah, we'll get back to you. It was, first of all, it was a really bad room, uh, like Zoom experience for me because I'm not good at meeting people for the first time and I hate small talk. And that was kind of like, so what do you like to do? And I was like, I don't know. (laughs) Um, And then they said no to me at first. They were like, we're going to get with someone else. Um, But now I forgot like the reason why it's probably because like the other person was a person in their program. Mm. Um, And so they probably just chose him because he was in like their program, because honestly, I mean, I feel like I, I mean, I don't know why I'm whispering. They're probably not going to listen to this, but I feel like I get along with them more than the person who's in their program. So I feel like... Yeah, it's
0: probably you get along with them because you're not in there. Y'all are in two different fields. Like, y'all don't see each other. Like, y'all don't, y'all not interacting in that way. So it's probably, like, refreshing to, like, have a new person to talk to about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: but I like them. They're all they're all nice.
0: That's good. And then yeah, they're all straight. Hmm. So talk about that. Um, <laughs> it was really nerve wracking at first because,
1: I mean, I'm a pretty queer person. So, um, in my former living situation, I was and leaving, they're white. Yeah. Well, two of them are okay. And then the other two are, um, Latino and Latina um but yeah I was living with another queer person before I and before I left to go to graduate school so and I've never lived with like a straight person before like as a roommate um so like I was just kind of worried because I was like I don't know like I mean I was like maybe they kind of figured out that I was queer based on like the zoom call or like when I was like decorating my room I was like okay I'm putting up all this like pink glittery stuff I have like a bunch of pink stuffed unicorns maybe like they can just kind of figure it out um I mean and they're all pretty like liberal like politically so I was like well maybe they just won't care so it was kind of me just like getting a little bit more queer in my expression at a time like baby steps yeah so they've seen me in like makeup and with like artificial nails um one of them knows that like i like have skirts so i mean i've gotten drunk and told them about like me fucking guys so um, that's great
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah they they seem like a supportive group of yeah of roommates so that's good that's especially good considering all of the shit we as, as as black and brown people went through at the beginning of the pandemic and now that everybody stopped care i'm bitter <laughs> now everybody stopped caring about black lives you know they're back know. To their, they're back to their shit so that's yeah. good that you have some supportive roommates mm-hmm. yeah. yeah um so talk to me about like how your classes were um i like me personally i've hated all of my zoom classes as you've seen and i've hated having to do the the zoom meetings because i i mean you just you're just sitting all the time and it's like it feels like you don't have a separation in between like school and home and yeah so i'll just ask how how was zoom class
1: um Well, I, I I fucking hate Zoom. Um, I hate it. Um, my professor—it depended on the class. My intern grad studies professor, she was very much aware of it. She was like, like she had the same opinion. She was like, I'm literally like in your house, so like, she was like, Zoom will be like a minimum for us. Yeah. Um, she didn't care if we had our cameras on or not. Um, she she was really nice about that and I felt very like conscious of the fact that like we were all tired of Zoom. She was tired of Zoom. Yeah. So, um, we didn't, I don't think we had like any like one-on-one Zoom meetings of her, Um but I mean she was, so far that class has been my favorite class. It's been very like, I feel like easy to like navigate during a pandemic and like online classes. My other classes, they, they were really annoying because they were all on zoom. They were all so fucking long. How long? Um. One of them like two hours and like one of them gave us like a 15 minute break and one of them gave us a 30 minute break. But the one with the 30 minute break, it was like a class from six to nine. So like I was already done by the time and I had a class before that six to nine class from a 336 class. So, um, I, yeah, that, even with 30 minute break, I mean, I was just not even, I was too tired because like there was like dinner time, yeah, I just crazy. sat through a two hour class, but um, one professor was actually understanding and she didn't have a Zoom every week, she actually practiced what she preached, whereas the other two were just like, I know Zoom is tiring, but we're still going to have class every week.
0: And were those male professors? Yes. I'm just. I'm always shocked. I'm. I'm very shocked at how demanding that some professors still are, considering mm-hmm. like the pandemic. I don't know why I have to keep saying this. <laughs> yeah. But it's like I have like in in our in the meet in the class I was TAing for. I constantly had to bring up yeah, well, actually we had the pandemic and then we had the wildfires that we, we started the semester, the term with. And I just had to keep bringing that stuff up because I'm like, yeah, like students aren't going to want to be able, like students aren't going to be able to do all of this work because of the pandemic, because of the wildfires, because of all of this stuff. um, And it's just like, they're still demanding the same amount of work, like, i had I had a class that was on at on Sundays at nine a m yes, and the only reason why I stuck with it is because I needed it for my language requirement um but and that was the only time we could meet because the professor is in Amsterdam, living up his best life um and yeah so and then he like he required a lot of work and i also took that was a film class i took another film class and it was just like i can't believe they didn't scale back like how much stuff we were supposed to watch how much stuff we were supposed to read like i was just very like just put off by it yeah
1: i mean one of my professors she was very um vocal she was like if this is too much then like just let me know and then we can cut back whatever and we yeah. cut back quite a lot of stuff which is why like the right. class is too easy to navigate and i mean those no professors so they did end up taking out some books by like the end of the semester like oh maybe y'all should just focus on your like final assignments and we should not read up until like the very last week of class i was like we shouldn't do that anyway even if we weren't in a fucking pandemic but like also why did you even try to even attempt that
0: yeah that's another thing i think i think it makes me see how much work professors give in general like there's no way that we're gonna be able to read a book a week and and comprehend it and like be able to discuss it yeah. and whoever else shows up to class acting like they know everything good for them yeah <laughs> how are your classmates quote? it makes me want to um
1: quote that scene in Precious, uh, with, uh, Mariah Carey, and she's like, Oh, she like, is she you got your fucking degree and everything.
0: Like, that's oh, how I, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah, yeah. She's like, you think you all good? Cause you got your little degree. <laughs> yes. yes. I love that scene. Um, I forgot Mariah Carey was in that. Wow. Okay. Um, how are your classmates? um I really like my classmates
1: um they're all really uh fun um I can't wait to get drunk with them um and these are
0: the people in your cohort yes okay I meant like the classmates like that are in the class with you that annoy you like talk about that um yeah let's get messy oh
1: god okay so my intro to grad studies class that's fine because they're all my cohort and they're all just like me or at least I hope they are. Um, Those other classes, some of the people in there I've met, I'm like, wow, you're like a really nice person. Like, I hope I get to like, eventually like meet you in person. But a lot of them are, in my opinion, very pretentious, um, very snobby, um, really annoying. Um, I have this group chat with these two friends in one of my classes. Or we like every time someone will say like a word that we're just like, what the fuck does that even mean we like tally up the word. So like anytime someone says like epistemological ontological phenomenological or any of that fucking shit that doesn't even like
0: And then explain the context in Mm -hmm. which they're using it. Yeah. Yeah. And those are the
1: people who probably annoy me the most um, or the people who just act like they're just doing so well in grad school and i'm like the rest of us are fucking suffering and they're like well i enjoy the reading and i read all of it and i have so much to say and i'm like well i didn't even fucking
0: spark note it
1: yeah and and it's
0: and it's like why are you still why are you why do you feel like you have to do this in a pandemic yeah i don't know maybe they're
1: fucking the professor
0: that's 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 your (laughs) That's your conclusion. No. <laughs> um, yeah. I, yeah. So any other kind of like, I guess, what, what advice would you have to current graduate students or people who are thinking about entering graduate school? It's most likely that they're going to be doing it during the pandemic. What advice do you have for them?
1: Um, well, I was the first person in my cohort to pretty much, I feel like, be like, I quit. Um, because I feel like I, I probably like, kind of like quit kind being like very, uh, like, much like an overachiever trying to like be the best grad student that I can be. Um, and like, so, and I got everyone in my cohort in my class to kind of follow my suit because I was like, it doesn't really matter y'all. Because I mean, in a pandemic, my philosophy is that like, why does any of this matter if like, I could be
0: dead like tomorrow? So- Before the pandemic, that was- yeah, True. Something, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: I mean, I, uh, someone tried to tell me that like, if you treat it like a job, then um, it, Feels better, um, and I guess to some extent that it, it does for me because um, it makes me think like okay, like don't like take like your work home. So like I know like okay, you only work on this for like a certain amount of time during the day, and after that like you're done because like I clock out, versus like me being a student like okay, well i'm in class today then i have homework at night and then like i need to study like just my entire life being about school yeah. So like, when I job, i'm like i have a time that i clock in and i clock out whatever time works best for people for me it's like 11 o'clock at night until like 4am so um yeah <laughs> that's like the only time that i feel very focused to do my work hmm. so and then like during the day i wake up like maybe in the afternoon and i just kind of just like watch tv eat, watch TikToks, just relax because those are not, unless I have class. So um, treating it like a job, not being an overachiever because literally nobody is actually reading this shit and if they are they're lying about it. And if they actually are reading it, they just really don't have a life outside of school, which is not good. So you shouldn't strive to make school be your everything. Um, That's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, and then just in terms of a pandemic, I mean, I just feel like, regardless of like what my professors say, I'm just doing whatever is best for me and like my own sanity and mental health because even sometimes like my professors are like demanding stuff of me so I'm just like, I'm just not gonna give it to you. I've turned in assignments that have been lit, like almost like half my assignments I've turned in late. Because yeah. at this, if I don't have the motivation, you're just gonna fucking get it when you get it. So um yeah, there's that.
0: Yeah, yeah. And just like same. I've been turning in late work left and right. I usually don't do that, I usually turn stuff in early, but it just wasn't possible. Um, and then also, like something that I saw a tweet the other day that kind of captured this um it was like write like write what you need to write when you when it needs to get done, and then just rewrite it and rewrite it and rewrite it and rewrite it like you don't it doesn't have to be perfect the first time you send it in, and so like that has been something that I've been following this term is like having to do all of these, like, I had to do midterms, like, I'm not used to doing midterms, because we have 10 weeks, like, what, (laughs) I'm not used to, I haven't done midterms before, for real, what, no, I'm lying, yeah, they're usually, like, essays, but, um, I haven't done one for a film class before, so, um, I just most of that stuff I just rushed and did because I was like, okay, look, this is an idea I have. This is what I've been thinking already. Let me just write this down real quick and send it in. Like, just I've I I can't believe like how much work I've just like spit out, <laughs> and it's just like I don't know. Like I I feel accomplished, but I know that like it it came with a price. Like my appetite has been off, my sleep has been off. My eye was twitching for a few days because I I wasn't getting enough sleep. Mm -hmm. And I had to realize that I was like, you know what? I need to sleep. I need to sleep in.
1: Yeah. I saw a tweet that said a good paper is a finished paper. Mm -hmm. And that's what I plan on doing for the rest of my papers. If it gets finished, that's all that matters. I don't care how good it is. It's just, it's finished. So.
0: How have you been doing with like stress? like because like the eye twitching thing is stress mm-hmm. uh, i've been having digestive problems mm-hmm. and that's had to do with stress yeah mm-hmm. how do you deal with stress um i sleep
1: um i i, I drink a lot um it may not may be healthy but i do um
0: <laughs> that's fine i smoke a lot um, of weed so
1: I don't know, um, I kind of just, how do I deal with stress when I'm stressed? What do I do? I don't know. Um, I kind of just ignore the <laughs> my responsibilities
0: and... Um, well, maybe, maybe not ignore, maybe you just like, just be like, look, I'm gonna just deal with this later.
1: Mm-hmm. I text my friends a lot and they kind of give me, like, reassurance that, like, nobody fucking cares. So. Yeah. that's, oh, that's what it is. I text my, my, my classmates, my cohort, and I tell them how stressed I am. And they're like, well, I haven't done this or like, I'm not doing this. And I'm like, okay. So I'm not alone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then another thing is like, yeah, what exactly are we stressed about? Like, we are already stressed about the pandemic. Like, I hate how much school stress have t- has taken over, like, how stressed I am about the rising pandemic numbers and then whatever is going on on Trump TV. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just, we'll just leave that there because I want to get into um, what, what you were talking about with Obama. I, I just want, I just like... Your take on on what was happening when he the what you did on your snapchat story oh oh yeah. yeah i yeah i could you could you i I like your commentary about this, and then if you have any other kind of political commentary that you want to give um, well, um I would like to kind of transition into that because um yeah i i i didn't realize how much you you put on your snapchat story because i start i just now started watching consistently yeah well i I did tell you it was in a podcast like i don't know how long ago, but I said it was my
1: classroom <gasps> you did yeah so um that whole snapchat and like a like it really started i think like this summer like after like all those like deaths that happened, and i was like okay like i can't like deal with this anymore and so like um i was kind of aware of like the whole like abolitionist movement and um i was like okay let me like read some of this and i took my time to like do the research i read a lot i watched a lot of videos i um listened to the speakers Um, I looked at like resource guides, like like, I did like a bunch of research because I was like really interested in it and I was like, I mean, I don't really have like any answers before I did the research for like how to like deal with this problem of the police and I was like, I obviously like really care about it. So I I just decided to just like research it and then I started to say like, okay, I kind of agree with all of these concepts and ideas and like practices, so I started to call myself an abolitionist. And I met like some other people on like Twitter who are like academics and activists and organizers who were talking about the same kind of things that like I wanted to see in a future. And so I kind of just started posting about like why I feel like we should abolish the police. And um, once I started posting about that on social media, people just got fucking crazy as if I had literally said, let's commit genocide, even though that's literally what the police is doing. But, um, yeah um that has kind of been like my i guess major political identity um and i posted on snapchat about how obama has said that defunding the police is a snappy slogan is like a bad slogan for like the movement even though it's not a slogan it's like an actual like policy demand um and um because a lot of my friends post about like how we should like reform the police and I've talked extensively about like why that does not work on my snapchat and like, on, like I have been posting a lot on social media about like abolishing the police and I have always opened it up like if you have questions like ask me on Facebook and on snapchat and on twitter and of course nobody ever does but then they go like behind my back and talk shit about it or whatever and um I was really offended when he said that because I was just like, I was just like out of all the research that I had done, like I had done so much research, but I was like considering writing my dissertation about this. Yeah. So like I took a lot of time and I was like, well when the fuck that like people who are abolitionists concerned about electing people, when was there ever any like like the democratic party equals like abolitionists because like when i was when i went out to that one protest and i was like seeing all this stuff nobody was talking about electing people it was really talking about just like ending police violence and so yeah and like the thing is is that like and i've posted about this on facebook about him saying that people have disagreed with me on facebook um because they have degrees and shit um (laughs) (laughs) And honestly, the whole like we need to change it to reform is just stupid because, like, if we wanted to reform the police, we would have fucking said that. We said to fund for a reason. And that's just how I feel about that. And I mean, people can take that as they want, I guess, but I don't think you can re- reform white supremacy. And um, I mean, if we're like, thought, <laughs> say it you know, again, like, say it again. You cannot reform white supremacy. And honestly, in like all honesty, defund the police was a more pc version because we all started originally saying abolish but that was too much for white liberals and just white people in general and so we said okay well, what can we say that's still more kind of like an idea of like abolition but like not like reform and so they started saying defund and like i said in my snapchat nobody had a problem with saying defund the police in those protests and putting a cab in their bios but as soon as some people lost some elections, the people who, first of all, didn't even run on that, they ran on not even mentioning the police. They lost their elections, but the people who ran on defunding the police, they all won their elections. So,
0: yeah, I just I just remember like C- CBS. We sometimes we watch CBS, we stream it, and um, they have these commercials that show up and there's one with reverend td jakes who i guess he's a political commentator now i don't know but he's he i I always hear he says we need to stop protesting and move more into making policy and i just always found that a weird statement one to be coming from a pastor and two um just weird because the protests are for, like you said, ending the violence that's happening, like they like what where when does the policy stuff come on? We just want the vi- like can we just get why do we have to get policies so the violence can stop? obviously, the policies aren't gonna do anything because the issue is the police like that like i don't I don't get yeah, i guess i I guess I understand your frustration at when people are like, you know, oh, we need more elected officials. We need, you know, it's like, no.
1: Like activists become policy They're activists. They're not writing laws. They're activizing, if that's a fucking word. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know why people think that activists should like, and so those people, it's funny though. Are you am I frozen? Oh, okay, never mind. So, those people who those like black women in Georgia who like were like organizers and activists who like got 800,000 plus people to register to vote in Georgia, which is why Georgia turned blue. Um, they were all like activists and organizers. And when Obama said that, a lot of them came out and said, like, it's not an activist's job to write laws, it's not an activist's job to make you comfortable. Like, the point of the movie movement is to make you uncomfortable. And I was just like, so y'all were not mad when these people registered, all these people to vote so that Georgia could become blue. mm mm-hmm. so also get elected officials. But when they say, like, this is our movement, y'all have a problem. So you only really care about Black activism when it's helping people get elected. And I was like, that's slavery.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's like, it just completely, like, just, di- like, just shits on all of the work that yeah. they've done <laughs> um, and asking more work of them and like kind of like saying it's inadequate because they haven't done gotten no. these people elected or whatever there's like, so much
1: work there's so much work that nobody acknowledges
0: are you shocked that Ob- obama was the one who said this hell no no why, why so
1: because Obama is not like... People act like Obama was like this... I hate to use this word because I hate when people apply it to me. But people act like Obama was like this radically left person when he wasn't. He was pretty moderate. I think people think that he was so left just because he was Black. But
0: like... He... Well, you, you, what was the country like at that time? You got to think about that too. You know, I think I think we have a much since we've had, you know, the white man that we've had um I think we I think we demand a lot more than we did with Obama when he was president and yeah, I guess I guess I think about that when you say yeah.
1: I guess Obama is I just think of him as one of those politicians that is like i feel like he would have kind of ran on like what like joe biden ran on which is like we should all come together Maybe, and, like, yeah have like a civil discourse between republicans and democrats whereas i'm like that's not really the point of why i'm saying a boss police. it's about the fact that people are dying and like whether you're a republican or democrat or not i feel like you should be a part of this because why would you not want to stop
0: police? yeah I think, and so it's definitely like a class thing then. Oh, yeah. It's just like, yeah, I guess I didn't see the class disparity. Well, obviously there was a class disparity between us and politicians, but I guess I didn't see it until, <laughs> until I've just, yeah, until Obama said that. And, I was, and then oddly, I wasn't shocked. I was like, eh, of course he would say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um any yes, other with such a good slogan you said what because yes
1: we can was such a good slogan
0: <laughs> any other um political i don't keep up with politics because it annoys me any other things that you're keeping up with in in politics um
1: i don't know if it's necessary po- necessarily political but like I mean we've been talking about like gender a lot since like Elliot Page came out and like Harry Styles wore those dresses and Candace Owens <laughs> was like talking shit about him so I mean that's something besides that I haven't really been keeping up with it because I've been kind of tired of politics and kind of um people think I actually love politics but I actually fucking hate it it's annoying to me so yeah
0: yeah, yeah I mean yeah with I just all I see is with those two people that you mentioned, all I just see is white queer people like that doesn't really do anything, yeah it doesn't do anything because there's so much violence happening mm-hmm. to black trans women specifically yeah, I know. um and that doesn't get publicized a lot, and like you know even i saw- i mean I mean, this is also something I can't really keep up with because it's just a lot. But I need to like know so I can like see the names. But I know like the Laverne Cox was attacked re- recently, and then there was uh, I just saw, a, yeah, yeah, like with her one of her friends. She did a like a U uh, IG video of it, and then there was um um a more a more recent death that I saw someone post about, which I don't know about yet. Um, And yeah, I just, I think about like, you know, we we talk about Breonna Taylor, we talk about um, George Floyd, you know, we see their their murals everywhere, but we don't see like Tony McDade and like all the other black trans and queer people that were uh, brutally murdered and their stories weren't really told and they weren't really memorialized. So it's like, I don't know. I just get annoyed when that's what we talk about when we think about gender, but we don't talk about like the violence that is that extends to uh, black queer and trans people.
1: I agree. I mean, like, I noticed that a lot of people were like sharing stuff about like no disrespect to Harry Styles because I would fuck him. But I know a lot of people who were sharing stuff about Harry Styles and like uh Elliot Page, like when the, when all that happened, and I was like, I've never seen some of you ever say a single thing about like the like huge like mass death of Black trans women, like at all, and like I never see you see you share anything about it. But I mean, I feel like the that fandom, specifically the fandom for like Harry Styles, is just like ridiculously like a bunch of like white women anyway or like white gay men maybe. Um, I just, I mean, they just in general just usually don't even care about black queer people, especially in general,
0: yeah.
1: So, I mean, I kinda wanted to call some of my friends out and be like, okay, this is funny how you like, you like wanna talk about him, but like, you never talk about black trans people. But again, my mental health right now is trying to tell myself not to reply back to people. Yeah. Um, I've been on that recently and it like really like fucked me up and made me look very depressed, so.
0: Mm, yeah you just gotta shut it out yeah how do, spe- you,
1: how do you do that how do I, I do it yeah i never see you like comment or
0: anything mm-hmm. so like i want to be like you where like what platform are you talking about all of them because i don't get on i don't get on facebook at all okay i, re- I rarely get on facebook i i facebook is like too long it's just like too long. The posts are too long and people writing essays on there. And I'm just like, no, I already do enough reading. (laughs) Um, Then Instagram, I don't really, I, I just like people's pictures. I don't really like do much on there. Twitter, I don't get on there too much because again, a lot of reading, a lot of like, just I guess it's, like, I follow a lot of academics, so, like, I follow a lot of people that seem to just be just churning away in the pandemic and just, like, theorizing and shit. And I'm just, like, I already do enough reading, so I just don't engage. Um, And then, I don't know, I get on Snapchat and post videos. (laughs) Snapchat's probably the only place where I, like, talk to people because it's, like, it's only a few people. So it's, Mm -hmm. like, I still have an interaction but it's like with the select few people Mm
1: -hmm. yeah and i
0: just don't care because i have other things that i care about like real housewives of potomac in atlanta
1: Mm. okay i'm trying to do it i just there's sometimes i'm like
0: oh i should just reply it'll be okay and then I just 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 resist the urge to reply because what do you what 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 do you think you're gonna get out of the reply? Are you gonna just change their mind through your words?
1: No, I don't even just, expect to change their mind. I just I don't know. I don't know what my thought process is to replying.
0: Um, you just like to fight. That's okay. I don't.
1: People say that. On the, I
0: don't. Well, that's like, okay. That's okay if you like because you're It's okay if you're passionate about. You know what you're talking about i just think that i don't have the energy to deal with it because i don't i just don't have the energy to like listen to someone's um argument unless i'm in the wrong like then i'll listen but with the stuff you're talking about like no these are like not things you can like misconstrue And then also I've been in grad school for a little bit, like I've been in grad school for three years. So like, this is your first year, my first year, I was more engaged on social media. um, And then I had to, I realized that it was getting into the way of like, I was already dealing with stress of school and like social media stress is like another world. And I was like, okay, um, I was going to have school stress. I need to cut out the social media stress. Okay. So that's, so and then and then it, then again it's like also like how you how you were saying like treat school as a job like so basically time management like maybe like just be like okay, I'll be on this app for an hour or thirty minutes or whatever and I'm just whatever if I see any replies after that I'll just respond to them tomorrow and then maybe by that time you will read the response and be like I don't feel like responding to this.
1: That's a good idea.
0: Just like limit the amount of time you like engage. hmm
1: Okay. I'm gonna try that.
0: Yeah. All right, Aaron. Final my final question. Usually I end with talking about what we're what we're annoyed about, but we kind of did that the whole episode. So I wanna ask you a very special question that I haven't asked a guest yet on this season. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. What are you watching?
1: Oh, um I probably spend about collectively like maybe like 8 to 9 hours a day
0: watching TikToks. Um it's it's like a job
1: at this point.
0: And they're um, just they're like little videos, but you spend so much time cuz it's like, "Oh, I want to watch all of this." Mm-hmm yeah they're like all one minute videos and
1: it's like the best way i can describe it is like it's like an underground like comedy like just it's just i don't know how to describe it it's a different kind of like social media that like i've never experienced because i was never i never was into like vines like i never watched the Vine. so tiktok is new for me and I just—it's just so easy just to keep scrolling, and then it'll mm-hmm. pop up like, "Hey, you've been watching TikToks for like a long time. You need to like."
0: Oh, it does that like how Netflix did. When Netflix, when you would watch Netflix for a while, it'd be like, "Hey, you've been watching Netflix for a while."
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It does that on the app. It pops up and be like, "Hey, you've been watching this."
1: Yeah, but you can just scroll past it.
0: <laughs> what is it? Just to remind you that you you've been sucked down a vortex. <laughs>
1: yeah like if you like watch them for like maybe like five hours straight it's like you've been watching for way too long you need to like take a break Restor- you
0: like rest your eyes like or something you yeah. know but most people just
1: scroll past it some people block it so um,
0: i need to do an episode on tiktok because this is new yeah it's this so good so fascinating to me how people are there's like different like
1: but... things in tiktok like there's like straight tiktok there's gay tiktok, yeah. there's TikTok.
0: i always see like straight white tiktok I don't. No, have black no, that's not even- I don't, My the algorithm, the algorithm on my app isn't set up so I can see like black people. Like I haven't. I have been the stuff that people have been sending me. I've been like trying to like like it so I can get more black people on my mm-hmm. on my feed because I'm tired of seeing the bland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think we can end it there. You gave me an idea. Oh wait, I have one more shot.
1: Never mind. I don't want to. Never
0: mind. No, go, go.
1: Okay, cut it out because I don't want anyone to know this. But I'm also, I also, <laughs> I also watch Wendy Williams a lot. So.
0: Why would I cut that out? She is amazing.
1: Because she's problematic sometimes. She
0: is. Is she doing better with her drug problem? <laughs> I don't know. I think so. She has a movie coming out in January. A movie on her life, or she's in a movie. No, a movie on her life. It's called Wendy Williams the movie. Is it on Lifetime or is it what was the it actual? It's a I knew tri- It was a Lifetime movie. One hour oh. of a
1: um documentary and then like one hour of like the like a movie.
0: Oh, so. this should be nice. We should we we. Look
1: at would. The so good.
0: Okay, I will give this a watch because I think Wendy is she she has she has done things for the culture. Gossip mm-hmm. is is it's a part of our culture and i think we need to acknowledge that mm. Mm. okay all right aaron thank you for coming on this episode and i might be chatting with you again in the future to talk about tiktok and okay. maybe to talk more about whatever you talk about on snapchat
1: okay and then wendy williams
0: movie <laughs> We can talk about the Wendy Williams movie. I would love to do like a little review. We could do like a review of the Wendy Williams movie because I'm definitely going to watch it.
1: Yes, we can. It's such a good slogan.